Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience and almost daily podcast about anything and everything weather and science and earth science and even some off-topic things from time to time. I'm your host, Andre Brunier. I'm a meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio, and this is episode number 18 for Friday, October 26, 2018. Well, I mentioned uh, on uh, television and on our Facebook Live page for Fox 8 Weather that I would be doing something a little bit different today. I ran into some interesting information about volcanoes in the United States. And I also put something on the air this evening about sunsets. And uh, that's where I actually want to start tonight uh, because it's local. And uh, we'll get into the forecast at the very, very tail end of Weather Jazz here in just a second. For those of you wanting that weekend update, that's coming. But first, let's talk about sunsets, because the sunset hit a marker tonight at Hopkins Airport. Now, the official sunset that you see on the climatological update, to those of you that call it up, or you hear us on television giving the sunrise and sunset times. That is for Hopkins Airport. And yes, there is uh, as much as a couple of minute difference if you go far enough to the east and or to the west of that line. But for all intents and purposes, it's a good middle ground for the Fox 8 Northeast Ohio viewing area. So tonight, the sunset hit a marker and it hit the 6.30 p.m. marker. But from here, it really takes a nosedive in essentially less than a week and a half from now. Because on Sunday, November 4th, again, that's less than a week and a half away, we're going to go from 6.30 tonight to a sunset of 5.19 p.m. That sounds like it's an hour and 10 minute difference, an hour 11 minutes. So how does the sun suddenly set an hour and 11 minutes earlier when only 9 or 10 days has passed? Well, that's because starting next Sunday, we uh, exit the daylight saving time period and go into standard time. And that's when we push our clocks back one hour until next spring. That's uh, nowadays anyway. When I was a kid, it was always the last Sunday in October, but that changed uh, relatively recently with uh, uh, a uh, Congress passing uh, part of a bill that moved that date over to the first Sunday in November. So now it's November the 4th, at least it is for this year. And if you want to do it correctly, what you want to do is uh, wait up till 2 o'clock Sunday morning, November 4th, and then push the clocks back to 1 a.m. And you get an extra hour of sleep. So the hour that we lost in the spring, we will regain in about nine days or so. So that's why all of a sudden on Sunday, November the 4th, the sun will set at 519. But, you know, most people remember, we, you can't regulate astronomy. You cannot regulate the Earth's amount of light. Some people say, well, how dare Congress uh, set a date where we lose daylight? Well, we're not really losing it. We're just kind of moving it over because what we lost in the evening, we actually gain in the morning. 
right now, the sun doesn't come up until almost 8 o'clock in the morning. It's very dark in the morning. So now the sun will be rising around 7 a.m. instead of 8 a.m. So you're not really telling the sun to go down earlier and telling it to go away uh, as much as you are just kind of adjusting the beginning and end of both sunrise and sunset time. So what you lose on one side, you actually gain on the other. And that's good, too, because who wants a kid out there at 8.20 in the morning when it's still dark waiting for the bus? Um, No parent that I know of wants that to happen. So um, if it were up to me, I would ban daylight saving time, and I would stay on standard time year-round. There are some places in the country that have adopted that and uh, that are moving towards that, more and more so. Um, And who knows, maybe Ohio will be one of those states someday. I would love to see that happen. Uh, But in the meantime, uh, we do have to put up with the, the time change. But in this case, it's going to buy you an extra hour of sleep. And that's a good thing. What about some other markers past Sunday? Well, on Tuesday, the Tuesday after Thanksgiving, that's going to be November the 27th. The sun will now set at 5 o'clock straight up. And then we get to the earliest sunset for this year. It's going to be December 2nd through the 14th. So almost a full two-week period where the sun will set at 4.58 p.m. And again, that, of course, it has to be somewhere, and that uh, exact point is uh, Hopkins Airport. Uh, There's a great website, um, and I don't have it here in, uh, in the top of my sheet, but what I can tell you to do is just Google Navy uh, Military Sunset, and it will take you to a site Uh, that actually you can get the sunrise and sunset for any point on the globe anywhere. You can do it by latitude, longitude. You can do it by name of a town. Um, You can do it for one day. You can do it for the whole year, Uh, that kind of thing. It's a great website. That's how we print out our sunrise and sunset sheet. And uh, we figured out the exact location Uh, digital location for Hopkins Airport, which is where the sunrise and sunset is computed for. And if you want to write this down, you can write these coordinates down. Uh, It is, uh, the latitude is 41 degrees north and 25 minutes. Uh, So when when you plug it into the uh, where it asks for the lat lawn, it will do so in degrees, minutes, and seconds. Uh, only the minutes are included in the uh, Navy Sunrise Sunset uh, uh, query. So it's 41 degrees north, 25 minutes, and the longitude is minus 81 degrees and 52 minutes. Again, that's minus 81 and 52 minutes. The minus indicates that it's west of the uh, Greenwich Mean Line, which goes through Greenwich, England. And once you put those in, you can get the sunrise and sunset charts for every year, and uh, those are the ones that actually come out on the climatological update uh, every uh, single day from the National Weather Service. All right, all right, before we wrap things up, let's talk about volcanoes in the United States. 
When you think about volcanoes, you don't really think much about the United States, unless, of course, you think about Hawaii, uh, because we recently have had a lot of uh, fissures uh, and uh, recent eruptions on uh, the big island of Hawaii. And uh, aside from that, uh, and maybe an occasional uh, volcano that would blow its top in Alaska, there's not too much that happens in the United States or is there more than what the eye actually sees? Well, according to a recent article that I read this morning, it says that the government ranks 18, 18 U.S. volcanoes as a very high threat. As a very high threat for what? Eruption? Well, yes and no. Um, as a very high threat for volcanic activity. And that can include anything from major eruption to uh, some seismic activity, that kind of thing. Um, But uh, according to this report, the report doesn't come as a surprise to many uh, that are volcanologists because they study this kind of thing all the time. Uh, There have been 120 eruptions in the United States since 1980. That's a lot more than you would think. Now, 11 of the 18 very high-threat volcanoes, they're in Oregon, Washington, and uh, California. And uh, some of them include uh, Mount Hood, uh, believe it or not, and Mount St. Helens is on the list uh, for a very high threat. Apparently, there's still some seismic activity going on on Mount St. Helens. Now, I don't think the threat of a major, major, major eruption is imminent. Uh, Usually, volcanologists will tell us, and they did the last time it erupted, and that was, uh, I think, back in 1979 or 1980, if I recall correctly. I was still a a college student when that went off, and we had dust from Mount St. Helens in New Bedford, Massachusetts, on the other side of uh, the United States. And, of course, the entire country um, had uh, some kind of uh, ash fallout from Mount St. Helens that particular summer. And we had some really stunning sunsets, too, because we had a lot of particulate matter getting shoved way up into the atmosphere. And it literally circled the globe uh, for several months before it finally uh, was able to shake out of uh, the atmosphere. All right, let's uh, take a look at some of these mountains that are on this list, which I found interesting. Now, in Alaska, there are some places uh, that recently have erupted. Mount Redoubt is one of them. They are on the list. Mount Okmok, uh, Actuan Island, and Mount Spur, again, all in Alaska in that particular case. Uh, Oregon's Newbury Volcano, And Wyoming's Yellowstone is on the list. Very, very interesting. And besides the top five, the rest of the Big 18 are the following. Mount Hood, Three Sisters and Crater Lake in Oregon, Actuan Island, Makashin, Mount Spur and Augustine in Alaska, Lassen and Long Valley in California, Mount Baker and Glacier Peak in Washington, and, of course, Mauna Loa in Hawaii. So there you have it, to 18 U.S. volcanoes in the very high threat category for seismic 
or volcanic activity. Uh, interesting to note, I found this also in the article. According to uh, Concord University volcano expert uh, Janine Krippner, she said that uh, the USA is one of the most active countries in the world when it comes to volcanic activity. Uh, noting that, again, there had been 120 eruptions in the United States since 1980. Very, very interesting indeed. The Earth is a restless place, uh, and that includes meteorologically. What about this weekend? I talked about uh, giving you a quick little update. The showers have moved in as of Friday evening. And those of you that went to Friday night high school football games uh, know that all too well. You got a little wet uh, tonight, but just a little. It was a uh, light rain, but it was a persistent and a very steady rain. That's going to pick up going into Saturday. And uh, one of the elements for the Saturday forecast, aside from the persistent rain, would be the fact that the cloud thickness is going to be uh, fairly uh, dense or fairly thick. And with the sun's angle going lower and lower in the sky as we approach uh, the winter solstice, uh, why, it's going to be dark uh, for a lot of tomorrow. You're going to notice that uh, when you have to do something inside, you might even be turning on some lights inside, even during the midday period. So note that you may be reaching for the uh, a couple of lights just to put a little light in your life this weekend. Now, the showers will thin out a little bit on Sunday, and we'll probably see some bright spots, uh, but the showers will still be a somewhat persistent uh, part of the forecast for Sunday, not as much as Saturday, uh, but uh, kind of tough to give you a pick between the two because both will be a little on the soggy side. But I would favor Sunday over Saturday simply because I think we'll see some brighter uh, periods uh, during the midday period. Uh, portion of Sunday the way it stands right now. The showers will begin to thin out on Monday, but they may still linger, especially early in the day. And By Tuesday, hopefully, we're heading for a dry day. Next eight days, though, by and large, will be unsettled, generally cool. We could see, very briefly, for a little while uh, next week, temperatures approaching normal midweek. Uh, however, overall, this cold pattern or cool pattern uh, will persist, and it does appear as though we could be looking at a more widespread chance for our first light snowfall in northeast Ohio, not this weekend, but next weekend, the way uh, the atmosphere is taking shape. Of course, uh, that's still many, many days away, and we will have to fine-tune and tweak. Naturally, that is, again, time change weekend, not this weekend, but the following one that will be November the 4th. Well, have a great weekend, everybody. Hope you have something special planned. And uh, maybe that includes a good book or maybe some new stew recipe. That would be really, really good on a day like uh, Saturday. And uh, make sure to uh, check in with uh, those people in your inner circle. Let them know how much you care about them. Let them know how much you love them. And do that liberally, and you'll never, ever regret that. So until next time, sometime probably early next week, we will catch you next go-around right here on Weather Jazz.